Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you all for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. We know that Wednesday's announcement that the club parted ways with head coach Matt Potter came as a surprise to many, especially given the timing. And we also understand that you all want to know the why. So let me begin by saying, we know you all understand that with any employment decision within any organization, there are certain things we cannot respectfully share. That said, our goal today is twofold, being as transparent about what we can share and being clear about what the situation was not. As you're all aware, we started the season 0-3. As a club, we were frustrated with the losses and the start to the season. Unfortunately, that was then met with a lack of collaboration and partnership that we would otherwise expect from our head coach with management and ownership. There was a breakdown in the leadership, communication, and ultimately trust with the staff, which led us to this difficult decision. The culture that we stand for and that we continuously strive to uphold is deeply grounded in collaboration, strong communication, leadership, and trust. Given that these were not in force at a critical time in the season, we felt it was appropriate to take the decisive action. While the players were not directly involved in this decision, 
every decision we make as an organization, we believe is in their best interest. As I mentioned, we want to be clear that this decision is not related to any player issues, is not related to the Micaiah Minnis situation. Both the league and the PA are aware of the reasons for our decision, and there's nothing here for the league to investigate. We made a staffing decision that was wholly supported both by the best practices we passionately believe in and our unwavering efforts to support our players and the KC current organization. Finally, this was not an easy thing to do for me personally or the organization, but we are committed to doing the right thing for our players, the staff, our ownership, and the Kansas City community we are so proud to represent. This has been an emotional week, and I want to commend Caroline and the team for their mental fortitude, stepping up and adapting after the news of the day. We are proud of this team, and we believe in the group as we move forward. Once again, I thank you for your time. I hope that clarifies questions you may have, and I'm open to answering others. All right, this is Ed Bell from the Kansas City Soccer Journal. This is uh, Daniel Sperry with me from the Kansas City Star. We just heard from Camille Ashton uh, from yep. Casey Current, the general manager. What do you think, Daniel? Oh, does <laughs> that tell you right there? Um, you know, I am glad that we finally got to talk to somebody about it. I wish that maybe there was a little bit more clarity. Um, if and I you know we'll kind of dive into some of the specific things that were said, but ultimately I think this is not going to be investigated by the NWSL or the NWSL Players Association, according to Camille Ashton. Um, that has not been confirmed by either of those bodies yet. Um, so there's no uh, there's no pending investigation into Potter, from what it sounds like, according to that situation. So it's, this isn't like a player abuse is, situation. Yeah, and this is not. I was going to say this isn't an HR situation. Well, it's an HR situation anytime somebody gets fired. However, this is not like a league HR policy right. violation in which that there would need to be investigations and stuff like that. Because if there was an investigation, he would have just been placed to the side of the team, most likely instead of fired, unless they actually had information to corroborate an allegation. And there was no allegation, and there was no inf so there was nothing to corroborate in that way. Um, so, I, in general. I feel like I left with more questions than I had true answers about what went on. Yes. Um, is that, that, that how you feel? Yeah, definitely. So let's just, uh, a positive, we're assuming that everything we were told is the truth, even though it wasn't a whole lot of there, but that there was nothing that, like you said, yeah. that there was no uh, player abuse, nothing that would lead to some kind of investigation like that. This is... It, it seems much more a dispute between the coach and staff and the general manager and whoever else, but the players do not seem to be involved. They seem genuinely surprised when we talked to them the other day mm -hmm. after the game. Yep. They were surprised. Both Lowe and CC uh, nodded very much in agreement that there was no, um, they have no problem with Matt Potter. Um, from the way even talking to multiple players on the team um, over the last year. I mean, this guy was a coach of the year finalist and talking to 
Um, I talked to Desi. I talked to Christian Edmonds. I talked to Lowe. I talked to a lot of people about Matt. And everybody gave glowing review. All the players gave glowing reviews about who Matt was, his character, and how he coached them. Kristen Hamilton has talked a lot about the overall culture shift that she experienced yep. last year and how much that helped her. There are certainly some people um, who did not get along with Potter. Uh, as noted, Ella Masser has made her um, story somewhat told on a podcast about her situation and why she left the club. Um, that's, uh, you know, kind of that, that that's, you know, maybe one detractor there um, and maybe shows a continued issue going on behind the scenes with staff and upper level management, but not so much with players. Um, but ultimately it sounds like for the people who made the decision, whatever happened was unreconcilable to them. Yeah. And in the, in the statement from Camille, I always want to call her Cammy, but I think in best to call her Camille this time, uh, she did talk about how they were and three results weren't there. Um, we weren't really expecting great results considering that half the team has been on the disabled list in, mm-hmm. you know, questionable or out and many of their best players until just this last game or last two games, they started to come back. It's a couple of them. Yeah. I just really can't reconcile that there was a results issue when ultimately it sounded from, from what I gather and we, we can play We'll play the statement here shortly. Um, Cause Camille, opened up with a, a, a long statement and then took questions. Um, and I uh, ultimately, it sounds like results played a role in the conversations that they wanted to have happen. But ultimately, the conversations themselves were either the issue or the lack of conversations that they wanted were the issue. And I just, I, I have a hard time giving all the context of everything and what Potter was able to do with a significantly lesser product on paper right. last year. And no disrespect to those players who are no longer with the team, but this roster is vastly improved depth-wise. And some of the strongest pieces of last season's team are now depth question marks of whether right. or not they'll play all the time. And so, with, with a lot of them still out or mm-hmm. not ready to fully come back. Yeah, and so I, I understand frustration with the results. I understand even, like, personally, I, I will... I did not agree with Potter's ideas and tactics the first couple of games. Um, the game in Chicago was an improvement and a return to what we kind of expected. And, you know, as Caroline Herbloom said in the press conference, that they didn't really change much outside of Haley being injured um, or sick in the first game, so or sick for the Houston game. So they didn't really change much outside of what was the initial uh, yeah, They went with game the game plan. plan. And so that speaks to maybe that team was going to win regardless of who was coaching on the sidelines that night. And I think for me, that's where I'm, I have my questions and about it, but, and it seems like they were not feeling great about the results early on, which is understandable when you get shellacked four, two on the road by Chicago, who's not great. you look inept against North Carolina. Who's not good. And you get absolutely blasted at home, but had a really, really good 30-minute stretch um, against the defending champs. And so I, given all that context, it seems hard to really hone in on the injuries being a, a true problem for – or not the injuries, uh, the, the results right. being a true problem in all of this. But apparently it sounds like that was part of what led to the results – or led to the conversations that eventually led to this. Yeah, and of course we're not going to know the answer to what those conversations were or not, or because 
any attempt to get more detail essentially was rebuffed and just the same wording was rephrased. I can play the um, clip of just you and me asking the next couple of questions and then there's a lot of other questions asked. Um, mm-hmm. I think I can, we can play that here, but... The Bell Kansas City Soccer Journal. Uh, you said that the, the coordination between the coach and the rest of the staff was not there. Was this not something that could have been improved over time or had it been tried to and it had failed? Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, like I already alluded to, um, more than that, you know, we have to protect the integrity of, of the staff and of the process, um, and that's all I can say at this time. Daniel Sperry, Kansas City Star, was the idea, Did ultimately the question is, did this really feel like a decision that had to be made in that moment? And was the fact that the players were just hours away from a kickoff from a very important match taken into account in making that decision for ultimately that wasn't based on player complaints? Yeah, for us, um, we act with immediacy in any circumstance and with any situation that comes, um, comes to light. And we felt that this was um, having a significant impact on our culture and on our players and on our staff. Um, and, you know, the timing is never good. Um, we're, this, the season is underway and every day is important. Um, and so for us, it was about making sure that we handled the situation as quickly as, as we could. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumbaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. That was the audio from uh, my first question and Daniel's first question. There was many more to come after that. But I wanted to know why this wasn't something that could be worked out through coaching the coach or a, a plan to be, have better communications or had it been tried. And essentially we found out that it was time to have she had to do it. And Daniel, you asked. Yeah, so I asked, I mean, about the immediacy of the decision. Like, did they, given the fact that this was not like an HR, a legal a uh, you need to a player safety moment player safety is is there criminal charges going to be brought kind of a thing where you have to fire them in the immediate moment um, the fact that it wasn't that case and I, and I tried to ask like did you feel like this was like is this offense what happened is this worth an immediate firing and she said you know what she said there and yeah, I, the immediacy the immediacy of any in any circumstance with any situation that comes to light, yeah, I just, I, I, I just, um, I, I'll go back to this point. She said she felt that this was having a significant impact on our culture and our players and our staff, and so I, I, I get Peter. I, I wrote an article back. We're going to talk about culture first because I wrote an article about Peter um, and the, the Sporting KC culture back in 2018. Uh, obviously, they were flying back then. Things are a lot different on the field for them now. Um, but I talked to Peter about how to, he established that culture in the beginning. And he told me, and he said, when you have something bad, you've got to, he goes, you've got to cut. It's like a snake. You have to cut the head off the snake. And he traded players and got players out of there that were the snake and the problem with the culture in the locker room. And got money for them. And got money for him. <laughs> oh boy, one of those players is now in trial on on a trial back within the team again. Um, no, I. This is. Uh, I, I think it's really interesting in in talking about that because I understand from like a a, a perspective that that is necessary. But my question is, is what did this mean? Did this really mean a cult? Like if from everything that we said, because of the vagueness of this, nothing feels like there was an immediacy, like there was right. a, a just a glaring or a singular issue that they're not talking about, a singular moment that they're not talking about that was irreversible, that doesn't... That would know. have affected the culture, the players in some way, shape or form that was... Right. That the, need to be taken care of, and the player culture is the player culture. I mean, they're fighting and grinding through it. I think they talked about, you know, we don't really look like ourselves. Sometimes players go through like lulls, like it's not always on the coach. And yeah, for three games, for that to be the concern, just a little interesting. And I think there was a good question that was asked before all that that we didn't we didn't play, um, but the I think. Uh, I want to say it may have been a question from um, one of the TV stations. And the question was, did, did he change from last year to this year? Was there a change right. in him? And the answer, you know, kind of dodged that. So 
if there was a change, did was this short? This short was this worth doing that? And if this was a long term problem, if it was a problem last year and persisted, and you got the results on the field, like did did it really become that untenable in that moment? Um, I don't know about that because when we had conversations with them back in December before they signed Gattrall and before they signed yeah. or when they signed Gattrall and DiBernardo and. I think both of them were very much on the same page about the additions that needed to be made to the roster and the things that they worked with. And I think yeah, that's, and the impacts they would make. And, yeah. Uh, they were working very well together to not talk to us about various things, too. <laughs> that, too. Uh, it, it just doesn't, again, we, I just keep going back to it. It doesn't make sense to do it at that moment unless there was a some form of safety issue. You Even if it was something you really needed to take care of, that you felt you needed to take care of, the next morning would have been fine yeah like because instead you put players through a roller coaster of a shock and uh assistant coach being the interim coach and all of that in just a few hour span before a game that's important because the 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 challenge Challenge cup Cup. uh, you know it's 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 a it's a a world cup style like champions league world cup style knockout stage you got to get those points right and i mean overall the challenge cup doesn't mean much except now it has a million dollars worth of money Mm -hmm. attached to it and it's it's just incredible that you would make that decision at that moment. And, and no matter how many times we asked that, there was different ways that that question was asked. Was why the immediacy? And it was just kept coming back to we felt the need to do it now. We had you know we have to act. Why couldn't it have been just a few hours later? Yeah, and then I, and I wonder if if that team had won, then it doesn't look as good. You're doing it off the back of a four-two loss instead of a two-nil victory against Houston on the road. But it wasn't off different. the back of the four-two loss. The back of the four-two loss would have been two days earlier. Correct. And this it would was have been before they flew down right. there. Matt ran training on Tuesday. He talked to both of us as of at some as of like noon, maybe even later on Tuesday. We can pretty much confirm that that man was still the head coach of the team. Yeah. Actually, I'll say 11, about 11, I think, because that was about when you finished talking to him. Yeah, sounds about right. But anyway, middle of the day, he was still the head coach. Yeah. That, and I, do you don't, if, if, if it's off the back of the 4-2 loss, you don't even make that decision. You don't even let him coach the training session. Right. You, you make that move before then. And if you don't make it before then, then that's on you for not having made it in time, and you then live with the results. Because honestly, it, it just, it's still it, none of this answered questions, other than and hopefully, hopefully accurately that there's no player safety, no players abuse, no nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So it just leaves speculation of everything else it could be. And again, I understand the HR aspects of that. You can't give exact details on why people were fired. But at the same time, they could have given a little more detail. I agree. Um, and I think that's the problem in this one, too, is that they're for, you know, they came in and said they wanted to bring transparency. There wasn't a ton of it. Um, they're, they, they talk about being player first and being focused on the players and making decisions for the players, but nothing about Wednesday screams player first. No. Um, and, and the way it was handled, the way... Um, and I, 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 I come away from this saying none of this 
couldn't have been said on Wednesday. Right. And if you're going to go through the decision, even if it's abrupt, even if it's uh, unexpected, um, you have a game that's going off at 6.30. Um, you could have at least waited and prepared yourself to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go on and, and take questions before the players. Yeah. And there, there's there's so many opportunities there um, to have gotten in front of it before the players had to ask it. And, I, you know, I, I've, I've heard, thank you for handling it the way that you have. Um, and because especially on that day, the, the players don't the players uh the players didn't deserve to be thrown out there and nothing about that and like i said nothing about the way things went down on wednesday really screams player first and for an organization that continues to talk about those actions being player first and screaming player first remember that the players hired this man yes. essentially if that was one of the biggest things that we learned when we set you and i went to the press conference together um, it was my first press conference with the team with the star and talking to Potter and Cami, the players played a significant role in in their input. They were in the interviews, and the players talked to these people. Yes. And he was the one that they... And he was the one that the players selected. And a majority of those players that were part of that conversation are still on the team. And so you're taking... like Again, that's my question. Player first? Because of... Or if, if there's truly no issues between players and coach then firing a coach for a successful one, a one that players repeatedly to us have talked glowingly about, firing the coach that they like because of management disputes just doesn't scream player first in that no. moment. No. And then just piling on, if you oh, felt piling the need to, on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> feeling the need to do it on that day, uh, still don't understand. But if you're going to do it, you should have had a Zoom at – six o'clock before that game started for media to talk to you and find out why the first question to anybody should not have been to the assistant coach caroline the interim head coach now and then the next questions to poor low and cc the first question should have been to camille ashton Correct. that day and then you compound that problem by not having the next opportunity being the next morning mm -hmm. and so another whole day goes by and I think that... And I understand they were flying back. Mm -hmm. I, I get that. But it could have been done by Zoom. It could have been done when they got back. There's a lot of things that could have been done. And the the first opportunity to talk to Camille is Friday afternoon, 3 o'clock, when you do normal news dumps for bad news. Yep. All right. You're right. No, no. I, don't, I got it. Surprisingly, I have nothing to add. <laughs> I th that is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, it, it's just, I ultimately, I think for a club that has championship aspirations and championship expectations, um, I understand a slow start maybe puts that on there. But I think context um, in a lot of the things that they say and do um, needs, to, needs to be understood across the across the board if you're saying you have championship expectations and you look at the first three games and say oh we need to fire a coach over that then quite honestly you're deluded because if you have to look at the players that are available oh yeah that it's a standard bs line that every coach is going to say and every gm is going to say well we trust in the players that we have available 
yeah, we all know who the best players are. We, and we know that they are not the ones. The many of the best players for the current have been unavailable for the majority of the time so far this season. And sixty minutes in person. I've watched now at least 180 minutes of soccer in person for the Kansas City Current this year. The second half, they reverted back to the three at the back situation. And the entirety of the match against Chicago, they played three at the back situation. The best soccer they have played this season was when they did that. Right. And and when they had Dabinia and Di Bernardo in the midfield. And you were talking about the stringent bottom, like end of the depth that was getting a lot of minutes there uh, in those first couple of games. And there's a reason why they bring those players in via free agency because they are absolute game changers. Dabinia, the we'll talk a tiny soccer here. The, the, the goal, the second goal for the current against Houston is entirely because in a transitional game, kind of like the NBA at times, in a transitional game, players that have gravity and suck players out of position because you have to try and get in front of them to try and stop them are great because they manipulate those moments, they create those moments, and they play Kate Del Fava with a ridiculous ball down the wing that just comes out of, like, you're surprised how she even gets the pass off to Del Fava. She drew, like, three defenders to right. her in that moment. To not have that and to not have that in a healthy, consistent manner for the first 90 or first 90 plus so what, 60 first 150 minutes of the season it, well, the, the I would game argue that she's still not Davinia yet still not there she's getting there she's starting to get there yeah uh, but, but like that's that's a significant significant reason why you're you have her on your team and the team continued to look better when they had her on the field yeah and especially Di Bernardo and helping control and pass and pass and move and keep tempo going it's good. Yeah. And the, again, uh, getting Dee Bernardo out there, uh, she showed why they wanted her. We still haven't seen Gatro. Well, we haven't even seen her in practice. We haven't seen Hannah Glass, uh, Desi Scott, uh, Alex Loera is out now. So there's all these players who should be starting, should be heavy contributors. Uh, Elizabeth Ball, uh, you know, she went out the first game. They've, been hamstrung by all these injuries and no it's not the trainers it's not the physios it's not the training they did it's some every, of every team is dealing with injuries every team i get the league nwsl injury report that just shows every team all in yeah. one place every you know 24 hours before a match day and you're just like good lord everyone's going through it yeah and not, mls too uh not all of them have as many nope but or as many key players right all right. Is there anything else we need to rail on at this point? I mean, we we've talked about it. We're going to probably complete completely complain about it again the next time we get together. But we just wanted yeah. to at least get something out the same evening as we had this had this press conference. Have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, already written nearly a thousand words on it, um, and uh, at least on my aspect, I have. Um, yeah. So. I, I, and we're doing, if you haven't heard the backup music, we're doing this in a Starbucks off Barry Road near the training center. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, the, you know, I think this is an important moment in the club's history, short history for the current aspect of it. Um, but in, you know, I think this is something that is still 
confusing. And for a team with championship aspirations and all of that kind of stuff, this is going to be a very significant factor in how the rest of the season goes. And who knows? Maybe Caroline comes in and, I mean, the players clearly trust her from what we've heard. They like her a lot. Um, sounds like management trusts her to be the interim to the point where they're not ready to commit to a timeline for a head coach search. So, you know, I, she's been a head coach before in Sweden. She's pretty smart. She seems like she can motivate players based on everyone talking about her pregame speech. Yep. Um, I think anything in that moment is probably motivational too, considering the emotions that they're all going through. But um, the long haul will eventually tell the story of whether or not this was the right move. Um, they could still win a championship this year, and I still might question whether or not this was the right move. But I ultimately, um, I think we're going to learn a lot about the team, organization, staff um, through the rest of the season. Oh, we will. And I do think that it will do overall harm to the club because of how this was handled, because of how some other things have been handled. If you were a coach looking to get an NWSL job, would you look at this like, why did they fire him? What happened? If they were really doing this based upon uh, performance expectations, then nobody has a chance. Yeah. I mean, anybody can go through these problems. And so it's, I think it does harm to the, the, the club to have been handled this way. Correct. Um. Yeah. All right. Any last words, Daniel? No last words. I've mostly talked out. Um, but yeah. All right. Appreciate everybody listening and check in with uh, Daniel's articles on at the Kansas City Star. With uh, I know Cindy uh, has already got an article up on Kansas City Soccer Journal. I'm probably going to try to have another one up in addition to this pod. And I appreciate everybody listening, and we are out. Mm